It was a manic Monday indeed. We're going to talk about Carolina-Louisville matchup, Florida State and Boston College, and Georgia Tech and Syracuse. What an evening it was for some ACC hoops, getting you ready for all of the games that are happening for women and men tonight. And then more importantly, three things we learned about some of your favorite ACC teams. Let's go. On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for making me your first listen each and every day. Locked On ACC podcast is available wherever you choose to listen. You can also subscribe on YouTube. So we love when you subscribe because it lets you know that there's episodes that are dropping. And when episodes drop, it means you get in on all of the latest and most important news around the conference. So let's get right into it, shall we? Last night, we saw some really good games on the men's side, Manic Monday it was as a Brady Manic scored 17 points. Armando Baycott got another double-double, leading the whole conference in that regard. He had 12 points on the night and 15 rebounds. More importantly, though, Carolina picked up another win, winning 70-63 to against the Louisville Cardinals. It was... Huh, so needed because I know people are saying Carolina's out of it. I know people are saying they're hanging on by the skin of their teeth, but it's always easier to hang on by the skin of your teeth when you pick up a win. Am I right? Okay, cool. Glad we all are on the same page. Uh, you know, as a Carolina grad myself, I'm extremely hard on this team. Of course, I have to be at times because I expect excellence. When you see national championships with your own two eyes, you know just what it takes to be successful. Last night, Brady Man, except up in a big way, shooting threes, having some of the more important shots on the evening. We also saw RJ Davis and Kayla Love with 16 quality points apiece. Then you saw Leaky Black doing what he does best defensively and holding it down and making some really key defensive stops when Carolina needed it most. It was a back-and-forth game, right? Louisville certainly held on as much as they could. It was even at the half and everyone was just going bucket for bucket or going brick for brick. <laughs> you, if, you if you blinked, you miss absolutely greatness. And if you also blinked, you could have missed an air ball. You could have missed a wide open layup. It's just, it was a lot going on for both teams. Desperate four wins in regards to very different avenues for their season. Louisville knows it just wants to get back to what the Louisville squad they know they are should be. Carolina knows <laughs> that they absolutely need to win in order to stay alive in the NCAA tournament hopes. They know winning an ACC tournament, getting that automatic big is great, but if you can do it on your own merit after a good regular season, that's good as well. So three things that we learned from this game, you know it's my favorite thing to do, especially when I do solo shows. Number one, I maybe have done four for this one. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna hold y'all. UNC be getting a lot out of me. UNC still has some fight in them, okay? Mainly because of Brady. And I loved how in post game, Coach Hubert Davis talked about Brady and how he will be a part of this Carolina family for life. It's so true. I tweet probably every game how much I love Brady. And despite his defensive shortcomings, yes, he gets bullied in the paint. Even with that, 
I will still take a Brady Manic in his heart and his want to every single day of the week over some of the guys that I see. I'm not going to hold you, not going to name names, but I will say that Brady Manic is a Carolina guy. He's good on my book. Anytime he in the 919, he, he, he's good, okay? Make sure that that man is straight. He's a part of that Carolina family for life, as Hubert Davis said. That's like a one-two punch. But for the rest of the squad, right, you saw some of the craziness in regards to just having to fight and figure it out. So glad they were able to come up with a win. But number two thought here, Caleb Love played all 40 minutes of the game. And while, yes, you say, who else are they going to pick? Who else would they give love to? I think the fatigue definitely wore wore its ugly head. Is that the right thing? I don't know. You know, I'm really not good at these colloquialisms, but reared its ugly head. There it is. I'm pretty. Okay. (laughs) I feel like him playing all 40 minutes was definitely a struggle. We know that he can sometimes get the turnover bug quite a bit. He could do too much. We saw that a couple plays, right? Blown by getting a steal, going to the basket and kind of not having all of his whereabouts about him and unfortunately letting it go and turning it over. So I think he is learning how to be a more efficient guard. He is not the one that needs to have the ball in his hands, but you know, RJ Davis again, figuring it out. So we'll just roll with what we got in the time being. Number three though, Baycott wasn't fed much in the second half. Literally there was a point where he had zero points and it was coming down to the wire. And you're saying why in the world, Would you not feed the man who's getting double-doubles like it's candy? Number two, the best player arguably on your team. A lot of people can debate that. But number three, the one who is wide open in the lane, knows how to get it when it it matters most, knows how to rebound and get some put-back shots. Why would you not give it to Armando? That was perplexing to me because I think at the end of the day, we go back to this Carolina team is inconsistent, but why are you inconsistent with things that work best for you? If you know full well that your big is going to outwork the opponent, feed him. <laughs> Don't pass him shots that are ridiculous. Don't make it so hard for him that he doesn't know what he's where he's going to have to have a Herculean finish. It's not always pretty, sure, but at the same time, Don't make it harder for him than it has to be. I think that's a growth point for Caleb Love and RJ Davis. Their assists are not nearly as high as they could be. And so it's always, you know, you look back on the season, something that they're definitely going to want to get better at as they improve at their time at Carolina. Hell, sometimes I feel like Brady has better assists throughout the night. Leaky Black has better assists than some of our guards. And I just am like, cool, shake my head, get a little stressed because I know how good these young players can be. So those are three things that I learned here, Locked On ACC Podcast. We talk about the heels a lot, but more importantly, when it comes to the side of, you know, just talking about staying in the fight, Carolina still has a chance. I know some people don't believe it, but I think five teams are getting in and Carolina might be the fifth one. They're going to have to do well in the ACC tournament, but needless to say, on the flip side of things though, Louisville, tough night. You always want to walk away with a win, especially when you have Malik Williams back and you have the opportunity to have a big man who can certainly give you points, not only in the paint, but from behind the arc. It was a tough night for all involved there. And I think just really speaks to what their season is right now. They're struggling. Just want to get to the end. Can, maybe there'll be an NIT visit. Maybe they just say, let's just worry about next year, get the right guys involved and focus on having a fresh start 
fresh eyes and all of that good stuff. So there is what we have for UNC and Louisville. want to also talk about some other games that happened on Monday night because we certainly had a few that were stressful, but in a good, maybe, maybe a good way for those of us who watch or get the opportunity to watch some ACC hoops. So I want to talk about those here in just a bit, but reminding you that although football is over and basketball is close to done, at least from the college standpoint. We are full steam ahead with some pro college pro hoops. So if you want to get in on that action, strongly encourage you to get with betonline.net. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to Olympic coverage and information. From the latest odds, totals, player performances, prop bets, and more, BetOnline has all of your sporting needs. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, so we're rocking and rolling here, Locked on ACC Podcast. Candace Cooper, your host. Thank you so much for joining me each and every day. I appreciate you making me your first listen because I know it's hard to get some really good ACC coverage around there, but I'm glad that you always find the time to come and stop my way. Let's talk about another game that happened on Monday night, Georgia Tech and Syracuse. Syracuse 15-12 and 12 now on the season after winning 74-73 to 73 against the Yellow Jackets. The Bayheim brothers led Syracuse past Georgia Tech in overtime. And, you know, of course, you always watch those games where just anybody wants to win. <laughs> and you say, maybe not. Maybe they just want to do like the triple overtime type energy. No, unfortunately for the Yellow Jackets, they said they couldn't quite get it done. But thanks to the Bayheim brothers, 17 points, th- excuse me, 35 points combined, Syracuse was able to knock it down and let it make magic happen. You also saw some really good action from Gerard who had 12 and Swider who had 18. And I think Syracuse, you passed the test, right? You knew you had to beat the Georgia Techs of the world. Cool. The three things we learned out of this bad boy. Congratulations. You beat who you're supposed to beat. Congratulations. Number one, your journey is still very much difficult. Syracuse, now the fun begins. Your last four games consist of Notre Dame, which you play on Wednesday, Duke, who you play on Saturday, North Carolina, who you play on Monday, and then you end your season with Miami. The bet, the better teams of our conference are all your final opponents. No stress, no need to worry, no need to get the panties in a bunch, but uh, yeah, the pressure's on. If you can mess around and win two of those four, I think you'll be in great shape. So one thing... That we learned a win is a win, but now the challenge begins for Syracuse. Number two, never count Syracuse out. Okay. When it comes to a Miami team, you can definitely catch them slipping. I think you can catch Carolina slipping. I don't even think. I know you can catch North Carolina slipping. You can, I don't know that you'll catch Duke slipping after the first go. It might be a better matchup. Maybe the threes will fall for you this go round. <laughs> we'll see. But also, a Notre Dame team, you can catch slipping. I think three of the four. If you can get three of the four, that's way great. Super exciting for your program. You know you're feeling good heading into the ACC tournament, and you can't sleep on Syracuse ever when it comes down to the final portion of the season. But more importantly, you're going to play spoiler for a couple of these bad boys, Miami, North Carolina, and Notre Dame, because they're all having by, well, Notre Dame, it's just Notre Dame, Miami, riding for opportunities to be atop of the ACC standings. Duke, 
just don't get in their way. You know, make it a game. Put a little fight in there. Do what you can do. I think Mark Williams is going to be lethal for them. Not having Edwards is going to be so difficult and challenging for Syracuse, especially inside that paint. You just do what you can, right? We're at that point for some teams where you just do what you can. <laughs> Number three things we learned, though, Georgia. on the flip side, Georgia Tech, not the season you quite hoped you'd have, right? We all talked we talked about on yesterday's show with Ken Gibbs at Locked on Wolfpack, how Moses Wright and Jose Alvarado not walking through that door. We want to get back to some consistency, right? We want to see that the 20, 2020 ACC champions were not a fluke. Was it 2020 or 2021? It might have been 2021. I think it was 2020. Don't hold me. It's been a long, it's been a long past few. A lot of stuff, you know, you blur out for the past <laughs> couple years. You've just been making sure you leave it <laughs> in the past. But Howard putting up 19, Usher putting up 14. Certainly have the players to be successful, but when the rest of your bigs only or when the rest of your squad is only able to put up 22, makes for a long evening combined. Okay, so Georgia Tech, at this point, you are a part of the spoiler team. You're part of the team that just lets people know, hey, if there is ever any doubt that we're going to mess up your season, now is the time. So I think that's the biggest takeaway for me when it comes to Georgia Tech. They have Virginia Tech on Wednesday, Notre Dame on Saturday, Clemson, okay, next Wednesday, and then Boston College. So still a couple wins available for you. Also great opportunities to play spoiler and ruins people's seasons as well. So heads high, keep it rolling, you know, do what you got to do. Welcome to the spoiler squad. <laughs> Welcome to the spoiler squad. And then we also saw on Monday night a really good matchup between Boston College and Florida State. And as much as junk as we talk about Boston College, we have their – between them and Pittsburgh, it's kind of like the running joke of like who is going to lose to them and then have the whole uh, think pieces about your season because you took an L to those squads. Boston College said, listen, we're just trying to be like everybody else. We want to be one of them regular schmegglers. We want to be the Wake Forest of last year who's going to propel forward and be the one of the most talked about teams next season. They're on pace because I didn't think they'd win this many games, but they have won 10 games. I know I'm not going to hold you 16 games. 16 losses is a lot, but 10 wins? Okay, that's progress. That's absolute progress. When it came to Florida State, we already know what time it is over there for them. But want to make sure that we shout out Galloway, who had 14, Zachary, who had 18, and Karnick, who held down 16 for the Eagles. Three things we learned from here. Number one, I don't know if you guys have seen this TikTok. Strongly encourage you to do it. It's Little Yeezy, Little Yeezy V. She pretty much goes on and talks to women about how they need to stand up for themselves and they need to be a little bit more, what's the word I'm looking for? They got to have their shoulders back, be a little more confident. Like, don't let people treat you like the, the end piece of bread, okay? I want you to watch the video. Find it on TikTok. You'll make your day. And the end of it, during the middle, really, she says, stand up. You absolutely got to stand up. And what I'm asking you, Florida State Seminoles, is to stand up. Get some fight in you. Have some heart, bro. Like, I understand you ain't got your best players. A lot of y'all are just the locker room turmoil. Things are going to rise. Not really how you thought the season should go. You know, Coach Hamilton usually 10, 12 people deep. All that kind of stuff. It's not going how you thought the season would go. But fight back. Like, you, you better than this. You're absolutely better than Seminoles. And I don't want the way we kind of saw Roy Williams leave. 
because you get tired of having to tell people the same thing. I don't want Coach Ham to go out, you know, on a struggling season, right? I don't want him to eventually get tired of telling people the same things and having these young guys come in. I don't want him to go out like that. I want him to go out with that new blood energy, still wanting to feel good about what he's left and done for this program. So all I'm telling you is fight back. Stand up, FSU. There we go. Number too far gone. Listen, I think FSU knows the season just needs to end and be over. And as I mentioned, Coach Hamilton, we really just want him to go out on top. So not saying he's retiring by any means, but let's figure out a way. Maybe we regroup, have some people in the transfer portal. We try and pull some of these, you know, big seven foot guys who can shoot the three like it's nothing. That's more so what we need to get Florida State back to right? <laughs> cool. Number three, we learned about this game. Boston College could play spoiler in the ACC tournament. And I know you're thinking, man, not Boston College, but man, why are you playing? One thing's for certain, two things for sure. Nobody in this conference has anything on lock because nobody in this conference has a perfect record. You are very beatable at any point in time here in this ACC. So don't get too comfortable feeling like <laughs> you are absolutely capable of just holding it down. You're going to make the best run. Da, 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 da. All right. Sleep on these Boston College type teams if you want to. Sleep on a pit type team if you want to. Listen, the teams that are on the fringe, North Carolinas of the world, the Miamis of the world, the Notre Dames of the world, and the Wake Forces of the world, Make sure you have a strong showing against teams you're absolutely supposed to beat. Syracuse, if you're listening. Virginia, number six, you want to cuss. If you're listening, you know, we know that you can make a good run. Don't get caught up by a team like Boston College, okay? So that's absolutely the advice I would give all of y'all because I just know and feel in my heart and my spirit. Somebody about to be upset in this tournament. <laughs> One is about to get away from them, right? I think you have Virginia Techs of the world. Quad one teams for however, whatever reason. They got to keep winning for teams like North Carolina's sake, right? So I think Boston College could catch some people slipping in this tournament. And I think it's going to happen. I think between them and Pitt, somebody's going to get their feelings hurt when it's all said and done. And it's unfortunate, but that's the life we live here in this conference this season. I'm come to find. I don't even get upset no more. It's just like, who's going to win? Who knows? Let's just hope it's a great game. <laughs> no doubt about that. Well, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts stores to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind you on the counters orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more on the same parts from a chainsaw or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. So wrapping up the show here today, Candace Cooper here, Locked On ACC Podcast. Make sure you download, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you leave five stars review, all that. Appreciate that. Thank you for your time. Now, we got Tuesday night matchups here for men's hoops. We'll see Miami go to Pittsburgh. 
Don't get caught slipping, Miami, okay? This Pittsburgh team is gritty. I know Magustine Wong can do big things, but so can Hughley. I think you got to come and bring your A game, and they're feeling good about themselves. As an 11-17 team, you would never know the way they're playing, right? They're playing with a lot more heart than maybe we're used to seeing past Pittsburgh teams, maybe even the start of the season Pittsburgh teams. So I think there's a lot going for them, but there's a lot riding for Miami. I think Laranaga and company got to pull out a big win. These are the gimmies. These are the ones that you have to have. But as we know in the ACC, is there any gimmies at this point? Not sure. <laughs> Absolutely not sure. And then we see on the women's front, I know you guys have a great opportunity to see some really good basketball. We talked about Sunday matchups. We're not yet there to Thursday. That's on the next time. The women will play, but strongly encourage you to start marking some calendars down for some big top 25 matchups. I want to talk about Pittsburgh, who will play Louisville, Georgia Tech, who needs to bounce back big, playing Florida State. Virginia Tech will play Miami. North Carolina will play Virginia, and Clemson will play Notre Dame. Anybody's game, anybody's opportunity to step up in a big way. From the non-top 25 games, you'll see Wake Forest play Syracuse and Boston College play Duke. So a lot of good things coming down the pipe here. We are almost to the end of the season. Can't believe basketball is almost done. There's a lot going on in terms of conference play. And that's also start of really good spring season. So if you have not yet, I strongly encourage you to check out some baseball talk. We've had we have a locked on MLB podcast and our boy Jersey Drake happened to hold it down. You know, he's locked on Seminoles host, but comes on every Friday for Freestyle Friday. Had a great opportunity to preview some of the really good ACC programs between North Carolina and Duke. NC State, Florida State, right? Clemson. There's so many great baseball schools. Georgia Tech. I mean, I can name everybody, honestly, that we feel like is going to have some really strong seasons. The race to get to the College World Series starts now, already started, but we are we going to join the train. We have some really good softball programs as well, so make sure you guys check that out. And then lacrosse. Can't talk enough about lacrosse. Had a great opportunity to talk to A.J. Black of Locked On Boston College about his women's lacrosse program. You know, Syracuse has a good men's program. Carolina has a great women's and men's program. Duke, Virginia, all of that. So there's a lot of great spring action. So don't feel like when basketball is over, we won't be able to hold you down here on Locked On ACC podcast. You will be set. We'll be talking about drafts. We'll have some good interviews, talking with some really good guys about how they feel coming with this upcoming draft, where they feel like their stock is going to be and what what they can do and what kind of great additions they'll be to pro teams. So we'll have all of that for you guys. I look forward to you coming back. It's always a good time here. Locked on ACC Podcast, Candace Cooper. You can see on the screen at Candace D. Cooper if you're listening to audio. Follow me on Twitter. Let me know how you feel about episodes. Leave five-star reviews. Subscribe. All of those things that we make sure that we need you to do. And as I mentioned, Locked On, uh, as I mentioned the NFL Draft, I want you guys to listen to Locked On NFL Draft Podcast with Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Aaron Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL draft to life every day. Insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available like everything else here at Locked On Podcast Network, wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for stopping in. For Candace Cooper, until next time.